Welcome to the Yoga Pants Podcast. I'm Sarah Ratliff. And I'm Nicole DeBoom. We're two successful female entrepreneurs who are running multiple businesses. We came together when I wanted to sell my business, Skirt Sports, and Sarah was ready to expand her Be Inspired Brands empire. That's right. I decided to combine the best women's fitness apparel in the world with my Zuma Women's Running Series. Today, I run multiple businesses, all geared toward inspiring and motivating active women to live their best lives. We come together weekly-ish to connect, share, and have candid conversations about what really matters to active women at all ages and stages. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Now enjoy the show. Oh, it's fun to open this up with a little laughter, isn't it, Sarah? It sure is. It is. I'm so excited about our Yoga Pants podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, welcome, everyone. It is now the Yoga Pants podcast, as you know from the episode where we talked about how we renamed She Runs It to the Yoga Pants podcast. And it's very fitting for our topic today, don't you think? It is. It is. What are we talking about today? Um, no. The best leggings in the world. I I mean, I'm excited about this because I want to know about the best leggings <laughs> in the world. Well, you're basically surrounded by them because you own Skirt Sports now and Skirt Sports makes the best leggings in the world. Actually, I think people don't realize just how good our leggings are. I agree completely. And that's kind of also why I wanted to have this episode. Because, and here's the thing. The name of our company is Skirt Sports. So people automatically know that we make good skirts, but no one necessarily realizes that we make the best leggings in the world. Or yoga pants, or whatever you want to call them. Um so here's what I wanted to, to chat about today, because the, the cool thing about when I bought the company or I acquired the company from you, Nicole, these leggings already existed. And then we have since continued to make them. They actually come in a different fabric than they used to before. Um, but you had done a lot of development around it, right? So there was this movement because, you know, athleisure has been around for a while, but it changes, right? And then you've got Lululemon and you've got athlete, you've got all these companies coming in and this sort of high rise legging, which me as a, you know, middle-aged 40 year old was like, I'm not wearing high rise. Why the hell would I wear? Like, and then when I put them on, I was like, why have I worn anything? else. In fact, I even dress up my leggings. So, and we don't get that much time to wear leggings in Florida, but I will dress them up and wear them to business functions uh, with heels because they're that amazing. But I want to know some of the research and some of those things that went into it. And just even as you looked at building out this collection, um, kind of what what went into that. And then we can talk about, because really what I, the, the leggings I'm talking about are the all-in high-rise leggings. To me, those are the most magical leggings They're magic. that exist in this world. They're truly they magic. Um, it is interesting because, you know, Skirt Sports does 
to some may say that it pigeonholes us. Did that even make sense? Anyway, my point oh, it is, does. It does. I know what you're saying, though. It's like, oh, well, we only make skirts. And like that isn't I mean, when you first started the company, yeah, that was your focus because skirts didn't even exist, you know, nor did I mean, I think you could buy like running tights. I have a pair of like Brooks running tights, you know, that um, were legendary because that was all you could get, you know, to wear. Um, and now it's it's just different. Like so anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah. So so, you know, we. We did start out by making our name off one great product that had never been done. And then all of a sudden the skirt turned into like 17 different styles of skirts with all these different things built under them. And one year, and I think it was 2007. So we launched a company in 05. Already mm -hmm. by 07, we had created a style called the Tough Girl Skirt. And this was a skirt with built-in boot cut leggings. Okay, so this is just a long way to I'm coming I'm coming around to the topic at hand here. So bear yeah, with me. But I, I love memory stories, though. I love <laughs> these stories. It's amazing. <laughs> well, it was really funny because um they were so flattering. So what ends up happening is that when you make a great product, you're not just thinking about how to make a great product, you're problem solving. You're like, what is wrong with a product that already exists? So whatever brand of leggings you have or running tights, they clearly had problems. You might even still have them because there's sentimental value or whatever, but they weren't the magic dream that you get when you put on a pair of all-in high-rise leggings from Skirt Sports today. Um, so what we were trying to solve at the time was how to make a product that added a little extra warmth and coverage to our regular skirts. And what ended up happening over time is we built on that tough girl skirt and then we started making skirts with straight, but you know, leggings built in or, or tights or, all, you know, all kinds of different uh -huh. varieties of built-ins. And finally, one day people were like, these built-in parts are so comfortable. I just cut the skirt off. And we were like, blasphemy. How dare you cut the skirt <laughs> off of a skirt sports product? But um, but the point was they were amazing on their own. And after a while, we decided to take it a little more seriously and figure out how to build standalone leggings, capris, you know, all different styles right. of bottoms that were not skirts. So that's kind of like the way back story. <laughs> yeah. But it's this. so fascinating because I remember, you know, um, even as I, I remember my first pair of capris that I bought from, I, I bought them from Athleta, you know, and it was sort of like revolutionary. It was like, it, it just wasn't, it, it wasn't, the market hadn't really been developed, right? And so it wasn't something that women were necessarily looking for. Um, so it's it's fascinating to hear it from your perspective too, where you're making this athletic gear and the women are actually cutting the skirts off. Like it's kind of crazy. And I know, then how saying, funny. okay, I want I want this. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was. It was Which crazy. Is, it's well, one uh, of the other magic features that 
came to play before we even made standalone leggings was the pocket built in. So Mm -hmm. I actually believe, and people are going to go, oh, come on, I'm going to call bull, whatever. Go look through history and see if you can find any company that had pockets on the thighs of their leggings in 2007. No one did, but we did underneath the skirt. And so we had been building those pockets in and like building the seam lines so that they could fit a pocket. And granted, back then the pockets fit credit cards. They were like tiny because they already had a phone. It was like an MP3 player. And we had like a buttonhole for the cord to come out. You know, it was different. Yeah. But that's the beginning of creating like a new innovation. And what we were doing was problem solving. So once I realized, okay. Women are cutting off the skirts. They love our bottoms. Now we need to take women's bottoms, <laughs> women's butts, a little more seriously, right? Yeah. So let's let's focus then on the all-in high-rise, right? Mm-hmm. We started working on that collection probably six years ago. I mean, I'm not sure, but I would say five or six wow. years ago. And this was during a time when Skirt Sports was like, you know, I think we want to add a collection that gears a little more towards the millennial. Because at the time, the millennial was the younger customer, like 10 years younger than me or 20 years younger than me. And I'm 50 right now, by the way. Um, And so we were like, what are they wearing? We had this whole awesome research project that our design team put together, Hmm. um, led by Heidi Fankhauser, awesome person from DesignWorks. And um, they they showed us all these stats about how, well, the millennials, they really do want high quality, but these products need to function really well and need to fit into their life. Like they don't necessarily want to have a product that when they decide to do another activity, they have to change into that product to do it. They want to flow seamlessly through the different places, you know, the different parts of their personality. So that was kind of cool. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm looking at millennial age ranges right now because I think it's funny because I, I think I'm right outside the age demographic of a millennial, but function more as a millennial, to be honest. Like a lot of my behaviors fit into that um, in a number of ways, because what you just described is sort of how I feel about life. Like I don't want to switch out. You know, I mean, I grew up playing sports and gym and all that, and you switch out and you do all the stuff, but to be able to like go throughout your day, you know, and wearing the same stuff. And it's, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Well, I would say it almost speaks to the evolving feminine ideal that we have where when we were younger, when we did sports, it was a drop, stop and change and put on a new identity and go out and be the sporty Sarah. And then you look like your athlete person self and then, you know, stop, drop and change. And now you've got to go back to being, you know, student Sarah or uh, corporate or hair done, makeup done. Don't smell bad, Sarah. (laughs) Totally. And I mean, some of those things apply, maybe just the don't smell bad. Like we always want to try to smell good. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think what we realized is that we can make women's lives easier if we create products that allow them 
for the most part, to flow more easily through their lives. And then they also save money because they're getting products that, um, you know, they don't have to buy six outfits for a day, (laughs) the whole thing. Yeah. So I think it's really cool. So what we did then is we said, we're going to go on the hunt for the best fabrics and we're going to create silhouettes that are, I hate to use the word flattering. I know I already used it earlier, but there is something I've actually gotten ripped on for the word flattery before by, oh, really? by skirt sports customers who really kept me on my toes in the past who were like, why does it matter if it's flattering? Like you don't have to flatter your body, but it's just, I don't know, maybe it's ingrained in my language and I don't mean it in a way that like it should be negative or say that your body isn't great as it is. It's just that yeah. there are certain features of our body that are nice to to have feel good, right? <laughs> to, well, to feel I mean, look let's good. be honest. If they don't flatter you, uh, people aren't going to want to buy them. Like, I understand. Yes, you're right. Feminine ideals. Like, why do we have to look pretty and be flattered? But the majority of women still believe in that. And as a well, and that's like you said, problem solving. You want something that functions well and something that fits well and that looks good. Like, sorry, but when we look good, we feel better. It's just maybe the next generation of women will get us out of that. But sorry, we're already like ingrained in our brains. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway. Boom. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, it's. I guess in some ways it's irresponsible for us to develop something that people don't they don't like or they don't feel good in. So anyways, you're saying so, yeah, you were so going after flattering styles. We were. And, and we wanted yeah. fabrics that would stand the test of time and would also contour the right way. And, you know, when you're look, talking about leggings, you do not want saggy fabrics. You don't want fabrics that when you sweat, they're going to f- drop down and sag in the crotch. That was one of the problems that probably that old pair of running tights you have had yeah. is that it, you know, another area that we'll get to in a second is that they probably hit you in the wrong spot on your waist. Hence we're getting to the high rise part. Um, And then you had to tie a draw cord so tight, but then they would fall. It was one thick piece of elastic. Yeah. So, and as if you don't have washboard abs, which I never have, you know, it hits you right in the middle of that waist and like the pooch comes out and, it and it goes over and, and it's, it's terrible. Yeah. And you would tie the draw cord super tight and then they would still sag in the crotch. And we learned this because we made some styles that have problems like that. And we spent so much time pinning and adjusting and altering these tiny little booty measurements um, to get things in just the right place. But um, it's so funny because there's so many different sizes of booties, right? So like it has to fit someone. I have a very large booty and you do not. (laughs) It's like you have to figure out how, how it fits different sizes, you know, well, and still be the best the best legging in the world. <laughs> True. Well, if we back up to the fabric part, one of the things we did is we used to work with a lot of polyester spandex or polyester yes. lycra. Lycra is the trademark term for spandex. Supposedly yeah. a little bit, you know, yeah. whatever. But really it's just spandex. And polyester is great because it wicks really well. 
Um, but it also sometimes does not have as nice of a hand feel. They call it a hand feel when you just touch mm-hmm. a fabric. What's the hand feel? It's a weird term. Um, yeah. So, you know, you could find some really nice polyesters or they might be brushed. And so they feel really soft. But all that means is they took like steel wool or something, <laughs> sandpaper, and abrase it a little bit. And it creates wow. a brushed feeling. Um, isn't that wow. interesting? I don't think they really yeah. take steel wool. But imagine that in your mind. Um, but what we decided was that we were going to up level with this collection. And we were going to move into the nylon range. And what ni- what's great about nylon is that it lasts longer so, and it doesn't break down as much in dryers. And so it doesn't hit landfills as much. And yeah. there was a lot of research that our team did on that. And it has a beautiful hand feel. It recovers really well. And by recovery, it means like when you go down for a right. squat and come back up, it doesn't stay uh-huh. saggy in your butt. It recovers yeah. with your butt cheek. You know what I mean? Right. So right. That, and it just, it just fit like a glove. So we yeah. played around with two different fabrics. And the first one we ever tried, actually, you played around with the second one. The first one we ever tried was All Day Bliss. And I bring this up because I believe that you may have stumbled upon the, you know, <laughs> the pot of gold yeah. at the end of the All Day Bliss rainbow. And that the factory may have rediscovered some fabrics that we have been working on in the most beautiful color I was so sad that we weren't going to be able to do that season during the handoff, right? Yeah. But All Day Bliss is just this like almost cotton feeling nylon fabric. And that was the whole thing about like the millennial. It was like they want this like earthier, you know, environmental, like I'm just wearing an old T-shirt kind of feeling in all their clothes. Yes. So we do. So it's a good point they bring up. We actually ended up making the leggings. They're made in Lux Compression, which is the same fabric that goes under all the skirts, which has a slightly less cottony feel, but still has an amazing, like they're amazing and you can wear them all day and it's like you're wearing nothing. But we are also potentially very highly potentially bringing in a new fabric. Um, that has a, a different feel to it. So, but, um, well, I love that. I love the Lux compression is um, absolutely, it, it, what ends up happening is you make a great legging and then you decide it's so great. We want to make it in multiple fabrications. And so, yeah, we started with All Day Bliss and people loved it and it really was form-fitting and felt great and contoured and lifted, elevated, raised the cheeks. And then it was like, what else can we make this in that's maybe a little um, more substantial even, but has the most wonderful stretch. And that's how I feel about Lux Compression. So like these leggings have now come in two incredible fabrics. And sometimes you add in prints and other types of fabrics that look like prints and you get an even new vibe to an existing style. And I just think it's such a great way to reinvent. Like, you know, we spend our whole lives um, trying to, you know, keep imitating what we've done. And sometimes it's like, no, just reinvent, add a little more, give it, take a risk. Right? See what happens. Somebody's right. butt is going to love this thing. 
<laughs> yes. Well, so you said two fabrics and that made me realize, I don't even know if you know. So for those of you who love vintage chic, um, we've brought that back multiple times. We are now making the all in high rise legging in vintage chic as well, which is like essentially wearing your pajamas all day and nobody knows about it. It's you can oh. dress them up, you can dress them down. Like, so Nicole, the all in high rise legging is coming in vintage chic. I'm so um, excited. So that's coming out this fall. No, I can't wait for that. And all I do is wear everything I have in vintage chic and all the different colors oh. that have ever been made. And then I just look around and wish that everything else I wear could be in that fabric. Jackets. I know. Okay. So I have to tell you, can I tell you another secret? I don't care. Jammy. I have to tell you another secret. Though. All right. All right. Secret time. There's oh a gosh. hoodie. There's a hoodie that's coming out in vintage chic. No. It's a hoodie. Mm -hmm. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. And so we have, yeah. And you've had tough, the tough chick top, right? So that's done in vintage chic, but yeah, we're oh, making like a hoodie. full zip I'm or so half excited. zip or a pullover. What is it? Like a, like a hoodie, like a... A full zip? Yeah, like a hoodie with a full zip. Mm -hmm. Oh, my yeah. God. I know. Oh, my gosh. How I'm many so different... Okay, how many colorways of vintage chic are we running this in? Just one color this Oh, no, this we fall. need more. We already need more. I'm I know. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The so best. The next episode will be the best hoodie in the world. <laughs> yes. So... No, but I... I it's um, It's interesting to see the evolution of, of where things have gone and the research. And I don't know that people realize the amount of time that it takes, you know, and what's been amazing to me and you, you hit on it here is that like, there's actually probably 3 million different types of fabric available in the world. That might even be not even an accurate number. You can make anything. It's it, limitless. It's. And so that's the crazy thing is like, it takes so much time to even find the right fabric and wear test it and make sure that it fits, that it fits right. So the fact that you found the most amazing fabrics in the world and put them into this is like, it just, it takes so much time. I didn't even realize you guys have been working on that for six years. So it was amazing. Um, it took like, well done. It was like a year and a half before we got it going that it actually yeah. was being concepted. But you know, the I think there there's a couple other features to these leggings that make them the best in the world. And really the first big one is the namesake. It's the high rise, right? Mm -hmm. And it's you know, when we invented the skirt for running, the gym yeah. girl ultra, the whole thing was about where is the secret spot on your thigh where shorts won't ride up. You know, it was like you had to figure out and discover this one special spot that would work for almost all women. And I think the same philosophy applies to the the rise. And the rise means from the crotch up to where it lands on your waist. And, you know, right. it, we've always like been, <laughs> I've always been like, well, wait, your waist is the smallest part of your waist. That's like way up by your boobs. Like that's so high right. up there. We would never wear our pants up there. Needless no. to say, <laughs> We uh we had this high rise trend that started coming in jeans and all kinds of things and it really hit activewear hard and it is still here because yeah. it works and it's comfortable. It does. And in making And it's actually I think what's amazing for me so and you're right when you say this I guess I never really thought about it this way but finding the the spot on your legs to do the the leggings on the skirts 
so it doesn't ride up. I think the same thing with your waist. It's finding that magical spot where it doesn't fall down because every other pair that I wear, I'm telling you, even some of the, the, um, oh, what's the ones that we have, the running tights, um, the pocket Toby Capri and then the triple pocket tight. When I wore those, they would still, they would still fall down on me, but the all in high rise, like they don't fall down even with my phone in the pocket. And so I think you found the perfect height of those leggings for where they hit because they don't fall down. They go all the way over the curve. And just like on your thigh, it has to go all the way over the hump, which is like that meaty part on the inside upper thigh that we're all like, damn you meaty inside upper thigh part. And then like, if you just get it over the hump there, you're usually pretty safe. The meaty, the meaty part of my, uh, (laughs) well, and you got to get over the hump. Like you got to get it over the curve. Do. And once it gets over, and the, the best curve, part is it sucks it in. Yeah. It it goes over the curve, and it makes the curve look like it's not there anymore. It but, just smooths it out. It's lovely. It's like a yeah. But you know, it's, like it's not. Friend. It doesn't hurt. It's not limiting. It doesn't make it so you can't. Oh breathe. gosh, no. It's not a spanx. No. It's not a girdle. It's like we wanted a minimalist waistband that stayed in place, and so it meant yeah. super wide yoga pants waistband totally. on running time. But I think also great. I mean, they're great for any activity that you're doing. Like, and that's the nice thing, especially. And I know a lot of the women who listen are moms or, you know, we're in, you know, working full time and then also trying to work out and you're trying to have this active lifestyle because it feels good to move your body and you, but you don't always have the time, right? So if, if you have active wear um, that goes with you throughout the day and supports your life, you know, I don't even have to, I don't even take like a purse or a bag with me anywhere. Like I stick my phone in a pocket and I can put my keys in the other one. And I'm like, boom, I'm free to move about, you know, this world as, as I'd like to be. So I think that's the lovely thing about it. It's like um, really developing things that help support the lifestyles of active women. Yes. So it's awesome. Yes. So you truly created the best legging in the world. Nicole. And Sarah, you have continued yes. the amazing tradition of best leggings in the world. And what, yes. so what sizes are you running in the best leggings in the world? So we actually run um, our leggings from extra small all the way up to three X. And awesome. we may talk about this in another episode, but we've actually, all of our clothes now come in one X to three X, which I am very excited and proud of. And Nicole, I wanted to mention, so you had started a Facebook group um, called Women Who Move, and we have continued that Facebook group as of late. So we weren't ever quite sure what to do with everything. And I said, it is time for us to start chatting about skirts and leggings and all the things and sharing our successes and trials and tribulations in this world. Um, And so I would invite you as our listener, if you're not already a member um, of our Facebook group, the Women Who Move group, um, please find us, please join us. We'll put a link in the notes. Um, But um, especially if you're new to skirt and want to learn like what fits or um, that kind of thing, we have um, some facilitators in there and a lot of our ambassadors are in there and they will help you find anything that you need. So jump right on in. And I love that. And talk to you in there. 
I love it because it is the most real way to do customer care is through existing customers talking to new potential customers. So um, I love it. And it's amazing. I love everything you're doing. And I couldn't be happier right now, Sarah. Oh, yay. Well, it's so fun to learn the history. We wouldn't be here without all the hard work you did as well. So thank you guys for listening. If you have any comments, um, post them below. And I can't wait to hear what you think about the best leggings in the world. We'll see you next time. Adios. Thanks for tuning in to the Yoga Pants Podcast. As always, we'd love to hear from you. So please reach out with any comments, questions, and suggestions for future topics. Now grab those yoga pants, ladies. Get out there and get busy living your best life. See you next time.